It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. This is is the Go Birds Podcast. Go Birds podcast presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook Eagles. It's a weird week, Elliot. We're we're in the middle of you know the week between Christmas and New Year's, which I feel is like a week where everyone on the planet takes off this week and everyone's checked out. And yet we're right in the thick of an Eagles, dare I say, playoff chase here because they are in a playoff spot right now, and they have uh, as crazy as it seems if. Three favorites, including the Eagles, win on Sunday, and we'll get to it. They're in the playoffs. Like, that's it. It's over. They're done. They're a playoff team. They can rest their guys week 18. It's been such a weird season, and this week is is just part of it, Elliot. How are you, buddy? Yeah, it's an interesting, and ready for this word, it's an interesting juxtaposition Look because on, on one hand, you're right, that with the Eagles, there's a lot of, like, intense things going on. They're about to clinch a playoff spot, potentially. Big game coming up versus Washington. Nick Sirianni just had COVID, like all these things. Then on the other hand, it's like, well, it was just Christmas. It's about to be New Year's. COVID's kind of shutting everything down again. Like I'm not really at the facility anymore. So it's like a weird feeling of feeling like detached from what's happening. Yes. What a good way to realizing what's like. There's huge things going on. I mean, today's Wednesday. The Eagles. It's the first day of practice. Not going to be down there because we can't go down because of COVID anymore. But like. It's a a big week for this team, and it's a big week for the franchise. Like, there's been a lot of discussion on WIP and just, like, amongst fans and stuff, like, big picture discussions. But, like, you know, for whatever anybody's prediction was, the fact that this team could clinch a a playoff spot before the final game of the season is, like, pretty wild. You know, like, it's just crazy to think that that's what, what, you know, we're we're potentially going to witness this week. So, yeah, I mean, all that's going on, and then I'm also, like, it's the week before after Christmas week before New Year's nobody's working like why are we doing a pod so it's a weird juxtaposition I guess. yeah it really is that's really well said and it is crazy I think of all of all the weird earmuffs one two three all the weird shit that has happened this year and there's been a lot when it comes to Philadelphia Eagles and we always like to you know chronicle it and go through it all with the you know the way the season ended with the tank then Doug firing Carson like there's just like a a string, a, a, a long, long string of just thing after thing after thing after thing. And to think that as we end this year, you know, as we as we head to 2022, that we're sitting here, like you said, with a chance for the Eagles to clinch a playoff spot the weekend before the season's over, like the weekend before the last weekend of the season. It is, it is, it's astounding. It's shocking. I, I'm, I'm floored that we're here, Elliot. I'm floored. Well, let me ask you this quick question. So I see some of this stuff on Twitter and one person I do see tweet it a lot. And I disagree with them though, is Ben Livingston, remember the 94 WFP producer, I, the one that kind of, do I remember who Ben Livingston is? Yeah. yeah like, you know, the person that kind of, I would say like set the stage for Jack's career, right. In a lot of oh, ways. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, he, he tweets how like everything's broken the Eagles way this year. And I don't know if I would say that's true or not. I'm just thinking about the fact that they could clinch a playoff spot this week. And, like, the Dolphins beat the Saints. And the I Saints mean, were with the- a lot of things have broken their way this year. I mean. Well, what if- would you say has broken their way? And I'm not disagreeing with it. I'm just trying to think about what I would say. I mean, the Cowboys are way well, better. Well, I mean, obviously predicted. their schedule, obviously. And that's part of being the last place team. But their schedule has broken their way. They have, 
you know, they have a chance to clinch a playoff spot without beating a team with a record over 500 or a team that we think is any good, right? I mean, Denver, we always say is that's Denver or the Saints are the best team they beat. Like, that's not super impressive in any spot, any time. So that's a starter. But then also those games in particular, they get New Orleans without Alvin Kamara, without their best player playing. They get Carolina without Christian McCaffrey playing. Like, there have been a lot of those type of things along the way where, you know, things just kind of worked out. They get Detroit's worst game of the season. And look, they beat the crap out of Detroit and they deserve it. But, like, we've seen Detroit be a frisky, tough out. Like, all the the crap that we said going into that game, like, don't sleep on Detroit. Like, that was right. Just not against the Eagles. Not that week. So, I do think, like, you can say that things have broken their way. There were matchups that were made easier because players weren't there. Their schedule is just significantly easier than most teams to begin with. And they haven't gotten some teams' best games on certain days. So, like, I don't know. I think you can say things have broken their way pretty pretty aggressively, actually. And they've stayed well, as healthy as they've they've stayed in in five years, right? So a couple things on that. One, I would say, the health thing, like, I don't think that's. I do think there's. It's always luck. Uh, when it comes uh, uh, to health. Yeah, you can't say for the past three years you can't blame them for it, and then exactly. Goes, so so yes. the so they're getting good luck. Things have broken their right. way from an injury perspective this season. Right. So I definitely agree with you that things that have broken their way is, especially these last two weeks, like they faced bad teams with bad quarterbacks. And like those teams, Washington, you know, they were supposed to be better than they were. The Giants were supposed to be better than they were. But even that aside, just the fact that they're playing, you know, Garrett Gilbert or whatever his name was, and then obviously Jake Fromm, right? Like those things break their way. I do think the schedule thing, though, like that's not really breaking their way. Like coming into the year, they they had that schedule and they had a last place schedule like that's the way right the but I mean it still is it. yes but it still breaks their way in a macro drink sense Boom. that I agree yeah. with you like yes I I they earned that schedule for whatever you want to say like they were the worst team in the division they got that last place schedule for a reason but that still is breaking your way it still is a significantly easier schedule than other teams had to play you know. Yeah, I just I agree that it's part of the reason they're able to compete this year for sure. I just don't know if I, I, agree I think with it's the, the biggest like reason breaking think, their way. Like I think the single biggest reason the Eagles are going to make the playoffs is their schedule. The number one single biggest reason they will be a playoff team at the end of this year is the schedule, in my opinion. So I w- I would disagree with that. I think the biggest reason they're going to make the playoffs this year is because of the offensive line, and like that's not by accident. Like I think it'd be the ha- second like, biggest reason. I think the schedule is the biggest reason, and I think it's pretty clear. I mean, you're going to make guess. it a game or two. Like, and if you play a tougher schedule, you probably wouldn't. I mean, I guess yeah. I mean, that's certainly part part of it, right? Like, there's no denying the schedule being easy has helped this team out. Like for sure, I'm not like pushing back on that. But like, they weren't projected to be good anyway. So you know, they're kind of beating teams that people like that they were not expected to beat if that makes sense like yes you're right their schedule is easier for sure and I think their schedule like even the teams like the division the division's not a good division but coming into the year like you know the Washington and the like there were three teams in the division that people thought could make the playoffs right and the Eagles were not one of them so I think that in that way like they've been better than expected but you're right that the schedule is certainly part of it. I just don't I mean, know yeah, when you, I look at it. I mean at you that. have to look at it and see they've not yeah, for sure. a I'm team with over 500 record I mean that matters you know yeah, it it absolutely does. Now I do think that stat though I will say is like just a little bit slanted in the way that they've played almost all teams with records over 500 in the first like 8 weeks of the year. So I think they're a better team than they are now. I don't know if they'd win any beat any of those teams now like but I think they'd be more competitive. But you're right, like the schedule is absolutely a part of it. I just don't when I watch this team play like I don't think of them as like a lucky team. Like they're not getting like lucky bounces and stuff like that. Like they're they're dominating. So I agree the schedule is absolutely part of it. I'm not really pushing back on that at all. I just I don't view them as a team that's only getting in cuz like you know the ball's bouncing their way every week. I no, uh, but like again I view them as a like they're going to be a 7 seed or a 6 seed. Like I think the way the NFL is now like all the 6 and 7 seeds are pretty mediocre average football teams I mean we saw an eight and eight Bears team get in last year it's probably gonna be a nine and eight or ten and seven team in this year like I just don't think it's like uh uh, I don't I don't think the Eagles making the playoffs this year is some sign that they're a really good football team I think that they've figured it out over the second half of the season they're playing better football they're gonna be a tough out because they can run the football really well and all that but like I think it's more a symptom of they had an incredibly easy schedule and they figure it out over the second half of the season, but that they're not like, I think they're still an average football team, but they're going to make the playoffs. You know what I mean? Well, what's pretty amazing though. And I don't even disagree with that, but what's pretty amazing is that when you look at like their offenses and de- offense and defensive stats, 
They're like one of the top three teams I in the know, league. But again, it, it's all context. I know, I know. I know I'm just saying. I, know, I, I know. get it. I get it. Look, I just think, I think that, I think it's, uh, the way I'm looking at it, and again, it's, you know, it's hard when you talk about the team, but I, I'm looking at it as I'm just enjoying the ride. I think it's fun. I'm excited after the last two years that we've had, and certainly last year's Eagles season, which was just so depressing and such a bummer. And then the off season that we had and all that and, and the start to the season, like I'm just like, it's all fool's gold to me at this point. You know, it's all oh, gravy. Yeah, yeah. It's just so to say, not that they're not like, it's not in terms of like, I'm not saying like fool's gold is in they are lucky. I'm talking fool's no, gold I, in I terms of like, for me, it's like I was expecting nothing out of this season. I was expecting them to win six, seven games. Like we talked about. They're better than that. They have a chance like to, playing with house money. Yeah, it's house money. Thank you. Not fool's yeah. gold. House money was the right. This is all house money for me. Like I'm looking at this season as total house money. This is fun. I'm excited about Sirianni's future. I'm excited about seeing more of Hertz. Like, like I feel good about all that stuff. There's still a lot of work to be done, but I feel good. But in terms of like week to week and game to game, like it's all it's all just house money. Like I'm I'm excited with whatever I get. I got no I got no expectations. Yeah. So I, I actually think like they are building towards something for next year. And look, the schedule will be tougher next year. They won't have a last place schedule. Like all those things are true. So so we'll see next year when they're when they're playing tougher opponents outside the division, like how they do. I do think they're building towards something. Like I, I think next year they're gonna be a legitimate contender to win the division. Now Dallas is supremely talented. They are better than the Eagles for sure. But yeah, I think the the Eagles will go into next year viewed as the second best team in the division of head ahead of Washington. Right, but and, again, the, the Eagles were viewed as their, or Washington was viewed as the second best team going into this year, or the first best by some people. I was wrong about that. Like we saw the Bears three years ago go twelve and four and win the division, and Matt Nagy was coach of the year. Things change quickly in the NFL. Yeah, That's for all sure. I'll say. Both so, like, ways. I, yeah, yeah, both ways. So. You know, I, I just I'm not ready to make any big proclamations about their chances next season yet. But again, I like Sirianni a lot more than I expected to. So, um, well, here's you know, the that's thing: a big James, part if of ever it, a but... time to make a big proclamation. It's the time between Christmas yes, and New Year's. Yes, but I think everything yes. we said cannot be held against us. Yeah. We are in a, a take-free zone in terms of old takes exposed. I like, but that. you know what is crazy? I was thinking about this last night. So the Eagles this year, like, think of the world we're living in right now. The Eagles could set a franchise record for rushing yards this year. And Jonathan Gannon is being talked about as a head coaching candidate. Imagine if I told you that after the Raiders game. Like if after exploded. the Raiders game, I was like, James, in week 17, they Jonathan Gannon is going to be getting questions about being a head coach. And the Eagles are going to be setting a franchise record for rushing yards. Like, just like, is that, is that the biggest like turnaround slash surprise in the history of any team we've ever covered in Philly? Like, I can't think of a bigger, like the year starts with one thing being an extreme negative, And then they turn into like a complete opposite of extreme positives. Um, I mean, like, um, I'm trying to think. There's, it's a tough question. Yeah. Off the top. Well, I mean, like Chip started one and three his first year, but then they turned around, but I don't think people were like bailing on Chip or as upset as everyone was Sirianni. I think Doug, when Doug made the comment about the team being as talented as the Green Bay team, I think people were ready to turn on that team. And then They're obviously, yeah. Too. And then the Chiefs game, the no running, I think people were pretty mad there too. But no, I think in terms of just how aggressive it was, I, I think you're right. Like, again, pe many people wanted Nick Sirianni fired after six, seven weeks of the season, you know? So. It's, well, not just that. They were never running the ball, and now they're going to set a franchise record yeah, for rushing yards. Really <laughs> I mean, think about that. Like, they, they ran the ball twice against Dallas, and now there's a chance this week they're a franchise record for rushing yards. Absolutely and, insane. And, like, look, we, we now is not the time for a Jonathan Gannon debate. But oh, wherever right. you fall on Gannon, like, even He's not going to be a head coach, so it doesn't He's not going to be a head no, coach. I agree. No. He's not going to get a head coaching job this year. I think there's a chance within the next two to three years he gets a head coaching job. But I agree. He's, well, he's going to need another defensive coordinator job after he gets fired after next season by the Eagles. But sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I would – all right, let's – is this a good bet or not? Like – I will bet you there's a better chance that Jonathan Gannon gets a head coaching job before he is fired by the Eagles. Ooh, yes. I love this bet. Bet. Now, I will say this I hate hiring bet. defensive coaches. This is a so bet. I, yeah, I love it. I actually don't think he deserves a head coaching job. Like, I would not. But I don't think the Eagles are going to fire him. I so. love this. This is What a bet. Elliot, this is a fun one. I really, really, right. really like it. I really like it. This is good.
Um, and again, like I just said, I wouldn't hire Gannon if I were. No, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, Right. But I think there's a better chance he gets hired because he he's also like has head coaching qualities. Now, there's certainly a lot of people out there more qualified than him right now. Like, I think this is one of those reports where he just it's a favor. from. We've heard all the names. Everyone always gets the names thrown in as the oh, they're part of the lists, you know. Right. It's all who you know with this stuff, the lists and all that stuff. But it is crazy that. He is being even mentioned. It's absurd. As it. It's it's yeah. one of the dumber things that's happened this year. It's, well, the defense has been really good. It's, for like it's two one months, of the so. dumbest things that's happened in 2021. And there's been right. some dumb stuff that happened in 2021. Jonathan Gannon even being mentioned in a tweet as a potential head coaching candidate, much less getting interviewed or anything like that. One of the single dumbest things that's happened in 2021. Well, when you have the number one defense in the NFC since week eight, I think you start uh, to get some recognition. All right. You know what? I don't want to talk about it anymore. Jonathan Gannon. Well, it is good, the week between news, Christmas. We'll be talking about him a lot over the next few years as he's defensive coordinator <laughs> until he becomes a head coach. All right, let's get to some specifics with this game, this team coming up. Just a couple of things, and we'll get some reviews. And our Parks picks coming up later. We'll go through every game on the slate. But um, injuries, uh, Miles feels like the, the big one now. Has there been any more news on the hand on you know whether he can go with it, what that's going to mean? I know he had a, a tweet that seemed – like, you know, uh, one of those uh, I'll get through this adversity tweets, which are never um, hopeful. Well, 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 any uh, new news on the Miles front? Well, if you're somebody that gets all your news from the pod and not, for whatever reason, Twitter or WIP, he is not going to play against Washington. So I guess that would be the news since we last recorded, which, you know, is a big deal. Like, I understand they ran the ball well when Jordan Howard and Boston Scott were the lead backs, but, like, Jordan Howard's banged up. And Miles has been playing really well. Like, I know he, you know, didn't slide out of bounds. And, like, he hasn't gotten in the end zone. But he's, you know, had 100-plus yards. Like, I think he's been running the ball really well. So, I do think not having him is a loss. And he won't play against Washington. I would be, like, assuming the Eagles make the playoffs, I think he'll be ready by then. I don't know if he plays Week 18 against Dallas. The fact that they already ruled him out for this week. Now, he had surgery. So, it was going to be tough for them to hide that. But, I just think that the fact that he was already ruled out for this week means he probably isn't playing against Dallas, but I think he could play in the playoff game. Then the question is, though, you know, he's already a guy that has ball security issues. He's already a guy that at times has dropped the ball. Like, if you're dealing with a hand injury, like, I don't know. Like, how quickly are you putting him back out there and trusting him in big spots to to hold on to the ball? Yeah, it's a great point. I hadn't thought about that aspect of it. And, I, look, I, you know I agree with you. I, I think you and I have both been – you know, there's been a lot of Miles Scott, uh, Miles Sanders Miles slander. Scott. Yeah, I was gonna say for Boston Scott, like a lot of Miles Sanders slander. A lot of people saying Boston Scott's just better and all that, and it's just wrong. I mean, Miles right. Sanders is better than Boston Scott. I'm sorry, anyone who has that opinion, but M- Miles Sanders is more talented than Boston Scott. Like, deal with it. I mean, not, it's not a, a single GM in the league would take Jordan Howard and Boston a, Scott thank over you. Miles. Sanders. I, I'm with you. So it's a loss. Like it's a significant loss. Miles has looked great. I think you know. Um, the the game prior to the uh, the Giants game, that Washington game, I think Miles' best game of the season. He looked decisive. He looked great. Obviously, like one sixty or whatever it was rushing looked awesome. You know, and um, it is a shame that uh, it looks like Miles going to end the year without a touchdown. Uh, you know, when Lane Johnson it is one of the more amazing you. stats. Lane Johnson out touchdowning Miles Sanders is uh, is a crazy one. Certainly not one I would have expected. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, I think it's a loss. I do. Uh, how healthy is, is Jordan Howard? He had the stinger or whatever it was. They're, they're obviously going to need to lean on him more with Sanders out. Is, is Howard fully good to go? Cause it, look, even with the, I know he's back the last couple games, but didn't look like super Jordan Howardy. No, he's you know, not the last great. couple games. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, the, the Jordan Howard one is a weird one because a stinger generally I feel like it's something you recover from pretty quickly. Maybe I'm showing my ignorance on the injury, but I kind of viewed that as like you're you're over that pretty quick. But um, Nick Sirianni, when he talked about Jordan Howard, had the kind of Nick Sirianni vibe of that he definitely might not play. So we're recording this Wednesday morning. It'll be interesting to see what type of participant he is on practice in practice on uh, on Wednesday. The team did sign Carry On Johnson, so you know I, he hasn't played in the NFL this year. I'm, I'm pretty sure, at least I should probably double check that before I say it. So. Definitively. Said it pretty definitively, yeah. Yeah, I did. Uh, definitely could be a big L for me right there. But um, they did sign Carry on Johnson. He seems like a guy that, because he's played in the NFL before, I can't say that definitively. I know he's done that. Mm-hmm. They, they Maybe that he's someone that they would bring up to uh, to be ready to go on Sunday if, if Jordan Howard's not ready. 
So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think Jordan Howard will probably suit up and play. But to your point, like, he's not looked great. He is, I think, 50-50 heading into this game. So it really will be, like, Boston Scott, Kenny Gainwell, who Kenny Gainwell, like, I think he played really well early on. And certainly there's reason to be optimistic about him as, like, a draft pick and a prospect and all those things. But as a pure runner, I've not been super impressed with him in terms of if we're just grading him on the same scale as a Miles Sanders and a Jordan Howard. Like he's not as effective in that way. He's very or good Boston out of the backfield. Scott. He's not as good a runner as Boston Scott. Yeah, he's not. He's the he's their worst pure runner yep. on the ground yep. right now. Like, and I think that's inexperience. You know. Yeah, like and look, he's a right. damn good receiver too. Like that, he is, that yeah. he might be the best of those guys as a receiver already. So it's not all bad. It's he just, also has ball security issues. Yeah, right. Like that's he's had trouble too. holding on to. Well, the on that fum- on that kickoff return for sure. But yeah. Yeah, no, that's so, a good point. So I could see Carryon Johnson getting up and potentially getting some carries. I mean, look, if you're the Eagles, and I know we're going to talk about the game, but your hope is that you just come out, you smack Washington in the mouth, and then they start smacking each other on the sideline and get up, right? <laughs> like, that's, that's the hope, right? Like, so I, I think, like, if it comes down to, you know, fourth quarter, like, ball security issues, like, you've already failed the test against Washington. So I, I, I think that ultimately not, not having Miles is a big deal, but – they should still be able to run the ball just because the offensive line is that good. Yeah, I'm with you. Let's get to the game itself. How are you feeling about, I know earlier in the week, and not that we're that late in the week, but I know on Monday, I don't remember who put it out, but you saw that stat. I think it might have been Bob Wankel. Shout out to Bob. He does a great job over there. Um, uh, Bob put out the uh, tweet about teams that had lost by whatever it was, like 40-plus or something the week before this late in the season. I don't remember the exact stat, but it basically was one of those stats that, you know, basically was like, if you're a gambler, bet on Washington for this right. game type of thing. And it made you a little nervous. You had a little, ooh, what's going to happen? Are you still at all nervous about this game? Where you at? Definitely. Like, oh, no. there's just, I've, I've said this on the radio and I tweeted it and some people made fun of me, but I can't help but say it. Like, there's just something about FedEx Field. Maybe it's because I've been there so often. But there, there's just something about that field that makes me think the Eagles never play their best game. There, I know in 2017, they had a win there. And again, 2019, they had that big win there too. So ultimately, like they've had success there. Yeah, but I mean, the Michael Vick, the Monday Night Massacre. There have been right. some some big ones, but right. So it go it flies in the face of logic. I'm just saying that stadium is gross. It's late in the year. It's probably going to be like rainy and overcast, and like it just feels like a letdown game to me. So that like non X's and O's thought is why I think I'm ner- why I think there's reason to be nervous about this game. The other reason is. It's really tough to beat divisional opponents twice. Like, it's why I thought the Eagles would beat the Giants, right? Like, it's just, it's tough to do it twice. So they're going to have to go do that on the road. And then the Washington's better now. Like, I don't think uh, Taylor Heineke is, like, anything special. But ultimately, he's better than Garrett Gilbert. Like, they're just, and I know they just got smacked by Dallas. But to what you said about that stat, like, teams that, you know, get smacked one week this late in the year generally bounce back. So I, uh, I think there's a lot of, non X's and O's type reasons to be worried about this game. Just from a pure like gut feeling vibe perspective, it just feels like this would be the letdown game. And in the final four games, I always thought this would be the toughest game at Washington. Now Dallas playing their starters makes that more difficult, but I always thought this had the biggest like letdown vibe to it. So I I definitely think, and then you add in the fact they could clinch a playoff spot, like all those things. I think there's a lot of reason to be nervous about the game. Yeah, I get it. I, for some reason, I can't get there. Maybe it's just because I'm so checked out on caring about football today, right now, in this moment, you know, in between Thanksgiving or Christmas and Thanksgiving. I'm just throwing out the better holiday. Sorry. I was going to uh, say the inferior Between holiday, Christmas yeah. and New Year's. Um, but I'm not as stressed as you are about this game. I think Washington stinks. I, I They do and, stink. And look, I, I, I took that Sunday night – Dallas game as more of this is it we're done and we're fighting on the sidelines because we're all ready to go home and our season's over then oh we're going to use this as fuel screw those eagles we're going to go bet them but you never know like it's certainly possible these are NFL players these are guys who you know every week uh, whether their season is done or not they're putting tape out there they're fighting for jobs Taylor Heineke a perfect example of someone who has two more games to to make some money for himself, to make a career for himself, to whatever, to give someone else to get him a chance, to give Washington to get him a chance. Like, you know, there are very few players on that field who these ga- these games are more important for than Taylor Heineke. So, like, I know that guy's going to go out and, and give it all he's got and all that. So, like, I don't think they roll over. I just can't get there. I can't be concerned about this Washington team that, you know, the Eagles just dominated from a physical perspective. Obviously, I beat up Washington team the other night, but then seeing them just get boat raced by Dallas, it's so hard to get it up so to speak for this one but you're right it is look that is classically right right where the eagles would uh 
would screw us. Well, let me ask you this. So So classic. A lot of the kind of Gannon debate is he's really good against bad quarterbacks, really bad against good ones. Like, where would you put Heineke on that? Like, what's your what's your expectation for the defense? Yeah, Heineke is bad. He's not as bad as Jake Fromm, Mike Glennon, Garrett Gilbert, but he's like the next rung up. You know, he is certainly someone. I think Teddy Bridgewater is as good as Heineke. So I think is he a top thirty-two quarterback? Yeah, I think he's a top thirty-two quarterback. I think Teddy. I don't know. I I think he's much more like thirty to forty. Yeah, no, I think he's like thirty. I see. I don't know. I think like like maybe I think he's like probably like twenty-eight or thirty-nine or whatever. I think Minshew's better. Minshew might be better. That's that's true. But how many teams have backups that are better? I mean, like, um, yeah. I mean, I, well, he I, was the backup this year. Now, whether he should have been or not, like, he did enter the year as the backup. No, I know. I I get it. I'm just trying to look through. Like, I mean, I think he's better I mean, than Cooper Rush on Dallas. He's probably yeah, better than him. No, I think he's better than Cooper Rush. I mean, I think he's better than Ben Roethlisberger. I think he's better than. I don't know. I get your point, and Roethlisberger's cooked, but I still feel like if I had to win one game, I'd take Roethlisberger. I'd, I think I'd take Heineken. I think Roethlisberger's like really, really cooked. But you're right. I'm looking at their teams. Like I think he's probably better than Jared Goff. Um, I think he's better than, you know, whoever. Not long term, but right now, I think he's probably better than Justin Fields. Like to win one game. Mm, um, maybe yeah. Um. Maybe better than Russell Wilson. Zach Wilson. I mean, Russell Wilson's been pretty horrible. I mean, right, better he's than, not better than he's Russell better Wilson. He's better than either of the Carolina guys. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. He's better than either of the Carolina guys. He's better than whoever New Orleans has put out there. So, yeah, I think, like, right now he's probably 26, 25, somewhere in there. Right. So, I, I think an acceptable performance for the defense, in my opinion, is, like, 23 or less points. Yeah, well, 23 points would be embarrassing. Sure. Oh let, let, give up Again, 23 like, points. It, Give up 23 points to Taylor Heineke. Okay, losers. Sure. Well, I wonder what they're averaging on the year. Good one. They're... Good one. Good job, John. Go right. get a head right, coaching fine. job, set, JG. Set, set the sta- set, set the, the Shut him out. Shut him out. Shut him out. Okay. That's most nice and realistic. So you're <laughs> <most> <laughs> setting yourself game up for the season. No matter what. Most important game of the season. Show up for once. How many times do you yeah. shut a team no out, big John? Deal. Just shut out the just John, shut out show the me you could shut out of the team. I still haven't seen it. I'm just saying. Not many shutouts this year. In fact, none. Just saying. Wow. I, I, all right. So really quick. I, this is like a. I don't do it by points. I'm. You know. I. I do. I know. I know. I, know. I don't do like. So, I need them to give up twenty two or less. Like I do it. You know. They can give up seventeen and still have a bad game, in my opinion. But you know. Anyway. So I have a tweet ready that if it happens, like oh, I was going to say it on the pod, but now I'm actually not going to say oh, it. Oh, look at you! Like I'm just very excited for this tweet. And if you're listening right now, you'll know it when you see it. And you'll and when you see the tweet, you'll go, this is the one Elliot was talking about. So just get ready. If it happens, I, I have done the research. I have a stat ready. Just get ready. Oh, my goodness. All right. I can't wait for that. So uh, we'll get to our pick for the game and many more picks in a minute. We also uh, I want to get to a couple more things before we make our picks. But speaking of picks, download the Park Sportsbook app. I mean, seriously. Download the app. We've been doing this all season. We've been having such a blast. And again, a massive game, a massive weekend of games this weekend. There is no Thursday football. There is no Saturday football. It is the Sunday of Sundays. We have a full slate of football games. It is the time to be locked in with the Park Sportsbook app and making yourself some money. A lot of people out of fantasy. Fantasy seasons have ended. Elliot, there's no better way than to get back in the swing by Download the Park Sportsbook app and make some money. Well, another nice way to get back in the swing would have been if you would have told me the parlay you were placing that hit over the over the, yes, over the week. Yes, right? I should have. That was a bad what job. What was it, like five teams or something like yes, that? Yes, yes. Where were you on that with the Parks, with yes. the parks pick app, I, right? Because we, I, yeah. So, so that's the thing is like, like it's Wednesday, right? Or Thursday sometimes when we're recording. So we make these picks and we make these, you know, parlays and stuff. And we place the bet as we're doing the podcast. So it's like, I love it, but it's out of sight, out of mind in that moment. Sunday morning, I open the Park Sportsbook app. Like, I'm obviously right. placing more bets. Not telling anybody. And it's where my Putting head's at together. in the moment. It was a winner. It was a win- I had a good weekend. I was, I was feeling I know, it. Look at you. 
Yeah, you know it's not too hard a call to make betting against a guy who's never played quarterback in the NFL before. I always feel like, uh, you know, the, the Ian Books of the Ian world, Buck, bet yeah. against those guys. It usually works. I'm just well, saying. Well, it's got to be demoralizing to be him. You're like talking yourself into it. You're like, you know what? I'm going to go shock the world. Like, I had a good college career, blah, blah, blah. Like, blah. And then you get up there and just your first pass is a pick six. Uh, like, that has to just be like, oh, it buddy. It is tough. It is tough. But it, tough to recover from It was one. good for me. I'll say that. And it could be good for you if you download the Park Sports Gap and start making some money with us. Have a blast again. These games are just so much more fun. I, again, Miami, New Orleans, a Monday night game that actually we did care about because it was important for the, for the Eagles. But even still, like I cared that much more because I had these shackles on it. And here's the deal. Of course, you do the individual player performances, anything and everything, same game parlays. And here's the deal if you sign up now. You get your first bet risk-free up to $500, a $500 risk-free bet. Just download the app or click parkscasino.com slash PA and use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S to get your first bet risk-free up to $500. Your risk-free bet is refunded and site credit. The website has all the details. You must be 21 and present in Pennsylvania. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, Elliot, we're going to get to our picks in one second. The reviews in one second. Two quick things. One, COVID protocols. Uh, the NFL, it seems this week, is just kind of tearing it up and starting over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're just like, ah, screw it. Well, we got too to many follow... guys who can't play. Let's just let them play. I mean, look, for the past year and a half, almost two years now, actually, I guess, like following what's happening with COVID, like everything's changing so quickly, which is understandable. Like the science changes. We know more. We learn more, like all those things. So it does make sense that it changes. But trying to follow the NFL rules, like it's my job to follow this. And I, I have difficulty keeping up with like the intricacies of it. Like Nick Sirianni, perfect example, like. He was positive Wednesday. He coached Sunday, right? So um, the NFL new rules, like, basically, it's just five days. Like, if you test positive, it's five days. Now, you have to be asymptomatic, but I'd imagine that's something the teams could, like, pretty easily work their way around in terms yeah. of getting guys yeah. back out on the field. Uh -huh. um, and obviously, the timing for this, if you're – look, if you're one of those sensitive people that doesn't like to hear Carson Wentz's names, like, earmuff, because we're going to talk about him. But – uh like this happened on the day Carson test positive, And now because of it, Carson will be able to play on Sunday. So I think ultimately like it's important that the NFL follows what the current CDC guidelines are. Like that all makes sense. And this will ultimately potentially end up benefiting the Eagles. Cause now if you test positive on Monday, like you can play on Sunday. So this is ultimately a good thing for the Eagles. Like I don't want to get into like the whole health side of it just cause I frankly don't know enough about it. If the CDC says it's five days, like that's what it is. Right. But I also think there there has to be a part of some teams, like Washington or, you know, all these teams. Of course. Now, now again, like the science changed since then. Like the, this is not like a rule the NFL is making up on their own. Like there's a reason this happened. It's because the CDC guidelines changed. But I think from a competitive advantage, there has to be some teams out there that are like, oh, of course. Like Carson was about to miss a game, and now he's not going to miss a game. Whereas like – you know, they had to play Washington. Well, yeah, I think like it's Garrett more like, Gilbert. yeah, it's Washington being like, we played Garrett Gilbert. It's these other, it's, it's you know, it's the Saints saying we played Ian Book in a game right. that they mattered for the Jenkins. playoffs. Like, like yeah. oh, they had 22 guys down, and it's like, oh, now you change it, and now these guys can play in these other games that matter? Like, yeah, it is. I, I would, earmuffs. One, two, three. It's bullshit. Like, if I were another team that got screwed by this, I would be, I would be furious. I would be like, no, like these are the rules you set up. I got well, screwed by it. Everyone else has to get screwed by it too until the end of the season. Sorry, like that's the way I would. Well, be. but here's I'd be why. Furious. I agree with that. But Especially I think once you've had all those guys get COVID, then they've got that 90 day window. So you're, you're actually getting the advantage of having those guys back and not having to worry about losing them again. Whereas you're not going to get the advantage of other teams potentially losing. Like, and again, I don't want anyone to get COVID. I don't want anyone to miss games. But like, if I were one of those teams, I would the Saints right now. Like, I would be livid. Like, absolutely livid with this. So I understand why they would feel livid. I would feel the same way. But I think the difference is this was done because of a change from the CDC. Like if the NFL would have just it. done I this on it. their own. I get it. I get it. But I would still be furious. I would just Agreed. But, but it could also ultimately end up helping. You know, like to your point, like the Colts are obviously the biggest winner in this. Not only does Carson not going to miss a game, now it doesn't even matter that he's unvaccinated because yeah. he has a 90-day window where he doesn't have to test anymore. The season well, will be over All the players days. who, again, I said this before with uh, – you know, the, the postponing the game thing and all that, or not postponing it and all that, but or postponing it but not 
forfeiting, all that, where it's like, you know, they, they used all these tactics to get players to get vaccinated. And if I'm one of those players who didn't want to get vaccinated and did because of the rules they set in place, because I'm like, I don't want to screw my team. I don't have to miss 10 games later in the season. I don't want to have to have this happen. And now you find out, oh, you didn't really have to do that. Like, I'd, I'd be pretty furious if I were one of those guys. You know, like, I'm yeah. happy. I'm vaccinated. I want other people to be vaccinated. But, like, if I'm one of those guys, I'm furious. I'm like apoplectic if I'm one of those guys. Good use of that word. But um, I also think that there's no denying it. You're right. Like, we don't want anybody to catch COVID. But I mean, look, like, if you catch COVID on a Monday now, like, you're good to go for the rest of the year. Like, it's probably a relief. Like, if you're Jalen Hurts, right? Like, if you're the Eagles, you don't want Jalen Hurts to catch COVID, clearly. But if Jalen Hurts catches COVID and then he doesn't miss any time, he doesn't have to test anymore, like, that's a positive for the Eagles in a lot of ways. You don't have to worry about those things. So the rules are, are weird in that way. And, uh, yeah, but, again, like, where I – I guess I don't get as apoplectic as you do about it is I do think because of the CDC guidelines, that's why the change happened. So I don't think the NFL is, like, screwing these teams. It was just bad luck and timing. No, and I'm not saying I'm apoplectic. I'm saying if I were those people, I would be apoplectic. Right. I'm we're one in of the hypothetical apoplectic world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not apoplectic. I don't care. I just I, – I, I personally would be annoyed if I were one of those teams. All right, um, reviews in one sec, and then we'll, we'll breeze through the picks. Uh, quick, obviously, I you know biggest story in, in football, and I'm sure we'll be on Sunday too and all that. But um, John Madden passing away, obviously, I you know what is there to say? I, I think he's the best sports broadcaster of all time, not just of my lifetime, of all time. Vin Scully's like the only other name I even I even put in the same atmosphere. I, I think Madden. No one has ever spread the love of football and taught more people about football than John Madden. Like, he has made more people football fans than probably – and then when you add in the video game by miles, um, he has made more people football fans than anyone else on the planet, and that's uh, it's amazing. So shout-out to John Madden, obviously. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, Losing a I'm legend. Definitely in the camp of, like, I know him much more for the video game than an announcer. Yeah, just it's a shame. Because of my it's age, you know? like Yeah. Right. I think he's the and best also, announcer ever. Period. All sports. Yeah. I mean, he's certainly. I. I'm not fighting. Like, he's certainly the most famous, right? Like, just one name. Like, I think like it's like, it's not 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 like Kobe, but like when you have like one name and everyone knows it off that. Like, that's pretty boss when you get to that point. And not just that. Like, the video game is called Madden. So yeah, yeah super sad. It is crazy how his show was just on. Yeah, on the Sunday. timing is is very strange. Eerie. Ve- eerie. Yeah. yeah, it's a good word for it. The timing is strange and eerie, but um. Uh, yeah, just a, a massive loss and one that, uh, you know, one of the big ones. Uh, again. You should definitely put him on the cover of the game next year. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. I hadn't thought about that. But, um, Thank re- you. Regard- on Twitter. Yeah, you said, there you go. Look at you, repurposing people's thoughts on Twitter. That's good. That's uh, what I'm here for. Yeah, clearly. Um, all right, uh, let's get to the reviews. All right, so shout out to everyone that left a review. Very much appreciated. Got some good questions this week. Um, I did not add up where we're at, but I feel like we're getting much closer. I think there's about 15 or 20. So just we were at, I don't even want to uh, know. It'll just make me, uh, give me agita. That we're, we're getting close to under 200. Yeah. I'll just put it that wow. way. Wow. All right. If you, this is from Steve. Number one, if you had a choice to have one superpower, what would it be? His superpower? Very interesting is he would want to control and create bubbles wherever he went. Okay. It's a really strange, I don't. I can't decide if the reaction to that would be like if you're like out in a bar, you know, and you're, you're like, like Check what I bubbles. can do, and you have like bubbles floating all I mean, around. It's only like, cool I, if you could make like bubbles that you could like encapsulate people in, you know, and you could like like throw a bubble on someone and they couldn't get you, you know what I mean? But like, I just can't decide if people would view it as creepy. Like if it's you're weird. like again, yeah, it's a weird one. It's a weird. Like most I people are like, I want to fly, you know, like that. Yeah, I would take flying, you know, or so I think I pick that one, but I think being invisible. See, what about invi- being invisible? Okay, invisible, uh, like, obviously love it, but there's a, uh, Joe DeCamera, this came up on the air once, and he made a very good point about it, that there is too much potential for creepiness with the invisible. And even well, if, if that's you're how not, Joe he, I know, I was like, why did your mind go there, you you freak, you weirdo? But he is the point more that, that it's almost like if people knew you were invisible, they would worry about it. And I was like, ah, it's an interesting thought, I guess. I don't know. It just seems like there's a lot of gray area with the invisible. You could steal things, though. Yeah. That's what I liked your first thought. You just want to steal stuff, huh? Well, yeah. make I want an Xbox, but I don't want to spend the money on it. Make yourself Superman's strength, and you could steal whatever you want. No one can stop you. Like, that's what, it's easy stuff here. 
Flying would be cool, although like if you flew, if you were like flying, I feel like you'd constantly people would be like looking at you, and be like, "Look at this guy." Yeah, like, I think you, fly, you'd never fly in peace. Flying's the correct answer, I think. All right, super yeah. strength would be good too. Um, this one is from V Man. Would you rather have Carson and the Colts win the next three Super Bowls or the Cowboys win this year's Super Bowl? I think this is very easy. Ah, uh, I, I I hate you. Who is this? Who is this question by? V-Man. V-Man, I, I think hate I'm pronouncing you. it right. V-Man, I hate you. This is not a fun question. This is not a good question. I don't like these type of hypotheticals. We'll answer them because that's the deal we made. But I hate you for asking this question. I really do. I hate you for asking this question. I think this is so clearly the Cowboys. Yeah. Well, because it's three, right? It's just one versus three. I, just, it, I wouldn't care if the Cowboys Well, that's where we differ, buddy. I know. All I'm right? just saying. Like, I hate you, right. V-Man. Don't ever ask a question like that again. This question is very good for you. I don't even know if I could answer it, honestly. Zachy Moon, who's a movie villain that's actually the hero? Well, shout out to Zachy Moon with the great name. Jackie that Moon. is a good one. Yeah, Zachy Moon. It's good stuff right there. Um, the best movie villain that is really a hero. Oh, man. Um a really, really. I mean, this is the the problem with doing these without. We probably should prep for these sometimes, right? In general, like yes. these ones, they're hard. This is a hard. I will think. I Zachy Moon on the next pot. I have an answer for you. This is on me, but I need to really think about this because this is a really, really good question, and I want to have a good answer for you. So I will think. So off the top of my head, doesn't Snape end up being a hero in Harry Potter? Uh, spoiler alert! But yes. Oh, spoiler it's alert! Good work. I mean, come on. It's yeah. good work. Yeah. Um. All right, this one is from Matt. That is Shingleton. a good one by the year. That's a very good one. It's a good one, right? Yeah, I feel like at the end yeah, he ends up being phenomenal being job a hero. by you. Very, very, um, very good by you. Impressed. Is there any player out there you would trade all three first round picks for? I mean, Patrick Mahomes. Is that like the t- what we mean by question? Yeah, any player, like literally any yeah, player. Yeah, of course. Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert. There are a couple guys. Would yeah. you do Joe Burrow? Yeah, I think I might. I would do Justin Herbert. I would do I mean, Mahomes. We love Burrow coming out. I I thought he was going to be a star. What's changed? Love Joe Burrow. But then you have to weigh like you have Hurts and three first. You know, yeah. so like there's you already. I'm, have a I would probably do it for Burrow, but it, it's not as much of a lock. But I probably would. Yes, I think Justin Burrow. I think Joe Burrow is a star, and I think he's going to be a star. I would rather trade for Justin Herbert than Patrick Mahomes, and I know that could be a wrong take. All that just being honest with about how I feel. Um, I think that's crazy, but go for it. I know you know. All right, NYC Birds Gangs. Who do you realistically want the Eagles to play in the first round slash easiest win? He Arizona. Rams. I think it's it's, it's obvious Arizona. That's not even a yeah. question. It's the, the easiest answer ever. Um, This one from D-Raw. He's chiming in on the Queen versus the Beatles debate. He says Drake is better than both and has more hits. All I right. definitely just, agree with that. Just get out of here. Stop yeah, with the stupid. He, Jake, Drake definitely has more stupid, hits. Like, stupid points, stupid questions. I mean, certainly more than the Beatles. No, stop I can tell it. Like, are first you, are of you, all, like, you really think You really think there are more people? He has more people? slaps than the Beatles. Yeah, like, all right. I mean, this is just your saying dumb stuff. Earmuffs. I mean, dumb shit. Stop saying dumb shit, all right? Well, both just saying. And then yeah, okay, Queen would obviously be the world. No, Drake songs and the Beatles songs. I don't fucking think so. Like, seriously, are we really doing this? Stop. Well, that's an interesting question. sound like an you and whoever wrote this question you both sound like morons so stop saying it okay so i I think it would be very interesting there's no interesting the general public the world the world man but here's the thing about the beatles like again i I like the beatles one drake song and i'm like 40 i'm still pretty young apparently i knew like started from the bottom now we're here that's the only drake song i I know (laughs) i'm sure i've heard others and i'm like oh that's drake sure but like i don't know a single drake song you are way right but you have to well, you have to acknowledge is there's probably a lot of people. I'm sure there are like a lot of people like that. I'm not saying Drake's Beatles. not pop, oh, dude. But you're 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 misdiagnosing the amount of young people versus the amount of average, middle-aged and old people. Like there's a lot more middle-aged and old people. Yeah, but I, I'd just be interested to know the the answer. It's not even close. Like, it's the Beatles by light years. There's like a hundred okay. acts that are in front of Drake. Like maybe not a hundred, but like fifty. Well, I think at Drake least. has the most number one hits of all time. Drake is nowhere in the hemisphere of the Beatles. He's not even. He came. His name shouldn't even be brought up with the Beatles. He's not Kanye. Like he's not even in that league yet. Well, so. I think this is a longer debate. I agree with you that the Beatles, if you're like naming all-time artists, like yes, the Beatles are ahead of Drake. But I, 
I would just be curious to know the outcome if you polled the general public on who knew more Drake songs versus the Beatles. Beatles songs. It's the Beatles. Like it's not even okay. a question. You seem it's pretty just, confident. With I would that. bet my life on it. This is stupid, wow. man. This is well, a dumb thing. Drake hasn't been life. around as long. Like there's just more opportunity for people to hear Beatles songs. Like there's no way. Again, you're, I, talking, you're gonna go to Middle here. America. You think there's a chance that that from from like Ohio to whatever Colorado that Drake's bigger than the Beatles? Like, really? Well, let me ask you a question. How long did the Beatles make music for? Just curious. Nine years. Like how, how many? Nine. Nine. Okay. So Drake's been making music for longer. I mean, than they've been years. together longer. They have nine years of albums. Right. But, yeah. but, 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 but those albums have been out for 60 years. Elliot, exactly. He that's has a my point. way head like, start. That's my point. That's my whole point. It's not that there's more music. Ever. It's the music's been around for so much longer. There's been way more opportunity for everyone to listen to it. So I'm not even saying you're wrong. I just would be interested to see the results. I'm less uh, sure than is, you this are. This is among the dumbest conversations we've ever had. Right. Let's move on to the next one. Like the right, dumbest. This, this is like asinine. Uh, I, I, I think you're you're putting too much of your own opinion in this. I no, think if we no, viewed it objectively. No, no, I think that this is, I think that, look, Drake is super popular. I get it. Like, I think this is crazy and, and honestly dumb is what I think. Okay. Well, I wish there was a way we could do it. All right. There is. I'm sure the Beatles have the most number one hits of all time. The Beatles have like the all this stuff. Like I'm no, sure. No, but see, but I think the Drake has the most number one hits of all time. I, I, uh, Drake is not bigger than the Beatles. Like this is the dumbest thing that Again, has ever been brought up. Bigger. In, this is he, the dumbest thing was, that's ever been brought up on this pod. Well, I don't know what's okay. dumber. This or the the Wentz Cowboys thing. Like we're we're gonna stop doing reviews if the questions are this dumb. Sorry. Well, I love both questions. All right. Um, this is an interesting one. James and ESP. This is from Luke Moore. This is the last one. By the way, someone left a one-star review and praised us in it. So Jake from San Diego, you clearly made a mistake. Go delete your review and leave us five stars. Yeah. James ESP, who's the most famous person in your contacts and who's the most famous person invited to my wedding? Wow, that's a phenomenal question. I, I absolutely love that one. I mean, you have a ton because you have a producer phone. So yeah, I, mean, I got a ton like of famous numbers in my. Numbers. I mean, I have a ton of numbers in my phone. Um, who is the most famous? I mean, locally, like having like Brian Dawkins in my phone, like that's yeah. like for like local ones that would probably be it. But here, let me look through. You talk about your wedding, and I'll see who pops out as my biggest names in my phone. Well, so here's the deal with saying my wedding: I haven't sent out the invitations yet. So uh. like. I don't want to say somebody's name and then they don't end up making the cut. You know? uh, right, but so, like, yeah, I, I would say point. it's like people at the station, you know, like it's yeah. people at the station. Yeah. It's a good one though. Uh, so no, there's no like big time Bob Costas. That's pretty big. There's no like big time people who like, you're going to sh no. shoot an invite I mean, to. Look, and you're open. coming. Oh, right? Brett, so, oh, stop. Brett Musburger. That's a good name in my phone. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, just scrolling through like it's not very interesting. Chase Utley, it's a pretty big local one. Yeah, I mean, they, look, you. I got a lot of local ones, but I'm trying to. I definitely feel like I've got like some, some. I've definitely got like some like nationally famous people in here. I'd be too. curious to know how many of these numbers are still like like if you. Yeah, text I think a lot of them work, or some do. I mean, we've had people on on it. Some do. Some I'm sure there are some that don't. Dick for meal, that's not that big a deal. I mean, it's nice. Dominique Wilkins, that's kind of a cool one, I guess. Yeah, that's a super cool one. Dick Vitale, Dicky V. All right, you're just flexing at this point. <laughs> I'm just trying. I'm trying to you find like cool I'm trying to find one that's not sports. Is what I'm really looking for. I'm looking for like a cool one that's not. Do you have sports. Drake? Uh, what a dork. I mean, that'd be a pretty big one. Yeah, yeah, it'd be great. Uh, who's Drake? Do I even know who this Drake? Yeah, I is? just it's it's a very I interesting. I know debate, one Drake song. I know one Drake song. Right and. There's a lot of people that probably only know one Beatles song, know, so it goes back and forth. I know Jim Brown. That's a good one. That is a good one. That yeah. is a good one. Yeah. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm are you ready for the parks picks? Yeah, let's get to the picks because I'm just sitting here scrolling through my phone. That's doing nothing good for anybody here. Just hoping to see a name where I'm like, yeah, this name in my phone. Ha ha! It's I mean, you did that a lot. There were a lot of cool ones there. Yeah, um, I know. Do you want to guess the picks this week? Or sure. Do Why don't I do it? Yes, I'm back. Okay. So we didn't win our parlay last week. James selfishly won his parlay. Our parlay did not hit. I think it was the Chargers that lost it for us, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yes, the Chargers lost it for us going away. Yeah, I mean, come on. Like the Texans. You yeah. know, I will say it would be pretty crazy if the Texans beat the Niners this week. Like it for the be. Eagles needing stuff it, to happen. Yeah, especially because, well, it's weird, but they want we want the Niners to win, which is a weird part of that, which I don't get. Right. Or I think if the Panthers beat the Saints, which could happen. The Saints are a disaster. The Panthers are a disaster, too. By the way, like Nick Sirianni, definitely a better coach than Matt Rule. I was correct about that. Um, uh, I'm not ready to throw Matt Rule out with the trash, but Sirianni has obviously been better this year. But I'm not yeah. ready to be out on Matt Rule. I think Matt Rule's still um, really good. I'm out on Matt Rule. Okay. okay fair. 
First game. Are you ready? Are you in the zone for this? You killed it last week, okay. so don't. Yes, I'm gonna stop. I gotta stop looking at my phone. I'm still scrolling through my phone trying to find a phone. Yeah, name. put your phone down. Okay. Quick thought on the phone. Yes. I, you know, so obviously when I watch movies, I have my phone out, like you know most humans, right? Mm-hmm. And one benefit of it is now because I miss things when I'm on my phone. When I rewatch a movie, there's things I didn't see before. Ah, oh, look at you. You like that? Yeah, yeah kinda. I mean, it'd be better to just watch it the first time around. But I know what you mean. Yeah. I've been trying right. not to look at my phone when I watch movies at all. Yeah. It's hard. It's By really the hard. way, Yellowstone, very good. Yeah, TV I know. I know. Fritz texted me to watch it too. It's been on my list. It just is well, like. Well, we've been texting done. about it. We're like watching it. I know. It he said that you both you guys are watching. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm not going to catch up to you guys. There's no way I'm going to catch up. So, eh, you guys, well, it would take me. It t- like, I watch one episode a week. Like, I don't have time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I only watch on weekends. Like, I don't watch during the week because I have too much. See, I've banged out two seasons. That's what I mean. Like you, you have this ability to like watch like a ton of TV at once. So like, there's no chance I would catch it. It's my super. It's my superpower. Yes, it is very impressive. All right, let's breeze through these picks. All right, Falcons at Bills. Bills by ten. Bills by ten. Bills by fourteen. Whoa! Yeah. Oh man, that's a lot of points. I'm taking the Bills. In ah. Buffalo, Atlanta doesn't seem like a team that will go to Buffalo and travel well. No, but that's a butt ton of points. Jeez, 14? Yeah, Atlanta plus 14. Bills minus 14. I'll take Atlanta. That's too many points. Wow. All right. Um, Jaguars at Patriots. Um, I'm guessing this will probably be pretty high, too. I was going to go a little lower, but if that was 14, Jaguars are horrible. I'll go with the same thing then. Patriots by 14. Patriots by 15 and a half. What? A lot of high lines. What? Actually, the, yeah, a lot of high lines this week. 15 and a half? The Patriots? Yeah. Like, don't even look that That has to be the good. biggest line we've seen all year. All right, right, I'll take the Jags. They're horrible, but I don't even care. That's too many points. I feel like the, I feel like the Patriots really need this win. They I'm do. I'm going with the Patriots. It's so many points. I know. It's a lot of points, but they're way better. They are way um, better. They are way better. Although they're falling off a little bit. I know. That's what I was saying. For what it's worth. Like all this like, you know. 15 and a half. Yeah. Um, this is a great Chiefs start. I've taken 15 and 14 point underdogs to start the picks. This is great. Uh, yeah. Chiefs at Bengals. At Bengals? At Bengals. Chiefs by four and a half. Ooh, this is a good one. Chiefs by five. So oh, very close. so close. I'll take the I'm Chiefs. taking the Chiefs. Yeah. All right. This could be a parlay game. I also like it that it's not a lot of points. I feel like normally when we take favorites, there we have them yeah, a lot more. I like that one. I do love Burrow, but I'm with you. I like it. Let the market down. All right. The big game for the Eagles, I think, because you want the the Rams are like in the wild card race. You know, it's, the Eagles could get the fifth seed. Like it, it's possible. Um, Rams. <laughs> Is at, it really? I, mean, I know yeah, it's like theoretically possible, but like it's not really possible, right? Like I. Like the so Rams and, and Cardinals this? would have to not win another game because they both are at least. I mean, the Rams are at 11, so they can't get. Right? I, I actually 11? think it has nothing to. I think. Let me look this up. So, well, we'll have to, shout out to I'm this guy on Twitter right named now. Dennis. So, um, yeah, the Rams are at 11, so the Eagles cannot catch the Rams. So, they it would have to be Arizona. Arizona's at 10. So, the only way I guess it could happen is if Arizona loses out and then the Eagles win out and they would get a tiebreaker against Arizona. So, if the Eagles win out. That's literally the only way it's possible it could happen because Arizona's at 10 already. Right. So, if Eagles win out and Arizona loses out, the Eagles will be the fifth seed regardless of all other results. There you go. Okay, cool. Which, I mean, look, the Seattle game, you think Arizona would win, but at Dallas, they could definitely lose that game. Yeah, sure. Um, Rams at Ravens. Rams at Ravens. Um,. Don't know about Lamar. I'll say Rams by three. Three and a half. Well All done right. by you. All right. We're getting back on track after those two massive lines to start. Feeling yeah. better. I'm taking the Rams. I am too. I think Buffalo's cooked. All right. Uh, Baltimore. Excuse another me. Baltimore. Good yes. Another good parlay game. Yes. I um, agree. Raiders at Colts. I wish I would have seen what the line was before the Carson Wentz thing was announced and see if it moved at all. I know there was a pretty quick turnaround on yeah, that. Yeah. So wait, is it back to normal now? Because it went before I guess, or does it is it reflecting? It seems Wentz like a normal at? line to me. Seems like a Just normal line. Okay, so it. it's in Vegas or in Indy? In Indy. Colts by six and a half. Six. Okay. So then, yeah, they're they're assuming Wentz is going to play for sure. Taking the Colts. Yeah, I'm taking the Colts. I think they're better. Colts are really good. 
Colts are very good. I'm going to take the Raiders. I don't think they win, but six points. Wentz is going to miss practice all week. They have a lot of COVID issues. I like it. I didn't feel I didn't feel like no doubt about it taking him. So right. I'm with you. Um, you're Miami Dolphins yes. at Tennessee. God, first team in the history of the NFL, seven straight wins and seven straight losses in a season. It's pretty amazing. It is. Shout out to, you know who who could keep a one and seven team together and win seven Brian straight? Flores. Leader of men. Just saying. Yeah, leader of men. Him I mean, and Siriani, both leader of men. Yeah, it seems like it. He deserves some credit for real though. Like Brian Absolutely. Flores with that Clearly, guy did. Yeah. Like they were one and seven. We were joking about them being the freaking one pick in the draft and now i will it's been say, an easy schedule same thing with the eagles like you got to give that credit but like he kept the team together i think i think brian floor is a good coach what were you gonna say well i was gonna say i think you view him and sirianni exactly the same way like he deserves i, way, I like sirianni i just said it yeah I i'm, I'm with saying. it i'm i'm why you're i'm you, you come at me again about gannon don't come at me about nick me and nick are good all right all right we have no just disagreements sure. here i'm in on nick um all right dolphins all right. and titans Titans by three and a half. Poof. You are on fire now. Titans by three and a half. Boom. Boom. Got one. Finally. Thank you. I was getting so Well, close. you've been like a half point I off. I know, now. but I like to, you know, like to get the one and get the goods. Uh, I'm going to take Miami. Mm. Can't bail on my this Dolphins now. One. You're take. Yeah, that's true. The I hook. Like them the, I like the, the hook. hook. Yeah. If it were three, right. I might have considered going the other way. This could be a parlay game. Maybe. Yeah. I like it. The three and a half, I really like. Me too. Um, this disgusting game, Giants at Bears. Uh, by the way, uh, we didn't mention, we mentioned shout out to Nick Foles because all he does is win last week. But also, right. um, shout out to Nick Foles making the Bears record better because the Giants hold their pick. I didn't think about that till this week. But like, oh, good point. big win there, especially now this week. This is like a win-win because no matter who loses, a Giants pick gets worse. No Giants pick will get better, but you know, you take what you can get. Um where is the game? Chicago. Bears by seven. Bears by six. I'm definitely taking the Bears. Yeah, like the Giants no are a complete dumpster no fire doubt. joke. No doubt. Team. No doubt. I'll buy it. Could, it could be at 10 points. I'd take the Bears. Um, do you want to hold Eagles or no? Yeah, why not? Who cares? Okay. Um, Buccaneers at Jets. Oh, God. Um, Bucks. Yeah. Bucks by. 13 and a half or 14. I'll go 14. 13. Oh! So right on the money, pretty much, though. So. Um, I'll take the Buccaneers. It's in New York, which is a little iffy, I guess, but. Yeah, I think they'll handle business. I'll Jets take suck. the Bucs. Jets. I mean, they did Jets just win buck. a game, for Jets what it's buck. worth. They did. Um, Broncos at Chargers. Bro, I can't take the Jets, Jags, and uh, whoever the other one Yeah, ones. it's true. Um, say it again. Who at Broncos at Chargers? Broncos at Chargers. Man, Brandon Staley. I mean, you were hyping that guy up a lot, Elliot. You, yeah, he's you a, yeah, you know. Just, you know, always hyping him up. Just saying. Best I mean, new coach, all this stuff. Just saying. Satan, honest question. Who would you take as a head coach right now, Brandon Staley or Nick Sirianni? I don't know. It's close. We'll just answer it. I don't know. I really don't know. I think it's like 50-50. I, like, I, I really like both of them. They're my two favorite of the new coaches. How about that? All right. Well, have a take, but continue. <laughs> I mean, come on. Come on. Like, you know, like, there's not like a blood contract. Like, <laughs> no, I would take Sirianni. Uh, no like, shit. Even. Really? You would? Are you sure? Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. shocked. I would, I'm floored by this. I know. Well, it's the right take. Uh, sure. I'll take our guy. Why not? How about right, that? There it is. There it is. All right. What game are we talking about here? Uh, Chargers Broncos at, at Chargers. Broncos at Chargers. Chargers by two and a half. Wow, this one you were off on. Chargers by five and a half. Wow, really? Oh, Drew Locke still, huh? That's yeah. a bad job by me. I should have put together the Drew Locke part. Uh, even so, I'll take the Broncos. That's that's a lot of points. The Chargers are not right. that good. I'm taking the Chargers. Cool. Um, yeah, of course you are. Of course. Yeah. Got well, bit, Brent, stick with, stick with your guy. I mean, you've been with him all yeah. year. May as well stick with it. Two teams with losing head coaches, defensive guys. Oh, yeah, uh, Texans, Texans at 49ers. Texans at 49ers. Uh, it's got to be huge. Uh, even though I, it probably shouldn't be, but I'll say Niners by 13. 12. Taking the Texans. I'm taking the Texans as well. They're Parlay? Like kind of feisty. Parlay? Davis feels high. Davis feels high. Yeah, no Garoppolo. Like Trey Lance is gonna beat this team by two yeah. touchdowns, really? Who might be better in the long run, but right now. Yeah, but right bad. now, I actually I actually love the Texans in this one. Love. You know, the money line, I'm not saying we do it, but it might be fun to put like five bucks on. I'm in. But then again, you know, like do you want to root for the Texans? Like Sure, that? why not? Oh, oh, because of the Eagles part of it. Yeah. Right. That's a good point. All right, well, so this is probably the best. If nothing else, we'll put them in the parlay. 
You know what I realized? Well, I'll get to it in a second. But so this might be the best game of the weekend, in my opinion. Cardinals at Cowboys. Oh, yeah, it's a big one. Um, at Cowboys, I'll say Dallas by four and a half. Five and a half. Damn, I almost said five. I know. I'm definitely taking the Cowboys here. I am too. I think Arizona is C-O-O-K-E-D, buddy. Yeah, they're done, so. Um, Panthers at Saints. Um, oh God, we don't, I guess we don't know. I'm assuming a Saint quarterback who's not even book will be back by them with the new rules, especially well, the, the line certainly indicates that now the okay. Panthers are trash too. Um, Saint, it's in New Orleans. Uh, it's in New Orleans. Saints by six, seven. I almost said seven. Mm. I, I'm going to take the Saints. I am too. I think Carolina Parlay is. Or no? Maybe. I mean, I think Carolina is one of the five worst teams in football right now. Yeah, that's true. All right, Lions at Seahawks. You're Dan Campbell Lions. God, just an unstoppable force. Um, I mean, it should be Lions by three, but uh, it said it's in Seattle. Well, it's in Seattle. I know, I was joking, obviously. Okay, yeah. Uh, Seattle by five and a half. Seven. I'll take Detroit. I'm taking Detroit, too. Yeah. Um, I'll write that down. We Our have Lions. a lot of potential. Our yeah. Lions, Dan Campbell. So I didn't realize it, but this is exciting. The Vikings and Packers is Sunday night, which means oh, if Eagles win, wow. yeah. So we can be lot of, for the Packers to pull it yeah. out for us. Um, that could be fun. Is that our last? Uh, I would I would say uh, Packers by six. Six and a half. I oh, think the Packers six. are like. I'm killing myself here. Yeah. I think the Packers are like the mortal lock. Like if you're doing a parlay and you just want to throw the Packers money line in just to like spice it up a little, like. I think there is no way the Vikings win this game. I hope you're right. Yeah, like I, I don't think see it like Vikings beating them twice this year, winning in Green right, Bay. Right, exactly. They beat Green them once. Bay, like it's playing prime for the time, one seed. Like, I've just seen too much weird stuff. And also, look, it's Wednesday. Um, you know, Aaron Rodgers, I guess, won't because he's already been out with COVID, so he won't. And Adams too. And like, I guess their biggest players have been out. They're actually in a good spot with that. But right. you never know what could happen between now and Sunday. So I don't want to like make these bold proclamations too much. I would much, take but, the Packers minus twelve. Wow. Anyway, I'm with you. Packers 100% in the parlay. I'm very with you. All right. Put them in the parlay. All yeah. right. Last game, and then the Eagles. Browns at Steelers. Loser Ugh. of this game is eliminated. Oh, 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 yeah. I guess that makes sense. Loser leaves town. Love it. Yeah. Loser leaves town. Where I'm is definitely it? Taking... Go ahead. Well, you, I haven't picked the line yet. Where is I the know, game? I know. That's <laughs> Where is uh, the game? Browns at Steelers. So in Pittsburgh. I guess Browns by one and a half. Three. Wow. Really? I'm taking the Steelers. I'd be interested in like my recommendation would be to bet it up to three and a half, but I'm taking the Steelers. I'm gonna take the Browns. I don't feel all good right. about it. All right, I think that's a losing pick. Um, yeah, all right, Eagles. it probably is. This line is interesting to me. Uh, I, I I actually I wow. Hold on, hold on. Oh no, I did know it. I knew it earlier in the week. So the last I saw, I'm guessing it's changed by then. But the last I saw, Eagles were three and a half point favorites in Washington. Yeah, it's still three and a half. Oh, that's it. Okay, well there we go. That's weird. I'm, I'll I take thought the Eagles. Be, yeah, I'll but take I think the Eagles that's too. a that's a weird line. It's a Washington like, line. I would have expected it to be up to by five by now or something. Right. So if you had asked me to guess it and I did not know that three and a half, and I didn't, I would have said uh, Eagles by five. So this would be an impressive win by the Eagles, in my opinion. I know Washington's not good and all that, but just from like a ability to take care of business type thing, I would be impressed by going up there and winning. Okay, I like it. I just want them to win. All right, that's it. Um, so we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight teams. We both really. Whoa! Like. Should we just go big? Yeah, it's it's New Year's. It's our last parlay of the year. It's a good point. All right, yeah. let me put it in. I'll, all right, so we have Chiefs. Oh, minus we're just going five. like big, big, big. That's what I mean. I love it. Rams minus three and a half. Miami plus three and a half. Chicago minus six. Texans plus 12. Wow. Saints uh, minus seven. Detroit plus seven. And Vikings minus six and a half. Brings it to a whopping plus 17,000. <laughs> Don't try $10 this out, wins 1,770. $1, Let's go for it, buddy. I think we just do it, right? Well, like, yeah, why not? Let's end the year, yeah. right? We're already, no matter what we do, we're up like by 160 bucks for the yes, year. Like, agreed. we already won this season. Like, let's have fun. I'm with you. All right. If we hit this, it's going to be an unbelievable new year. New, oh. Good start to the new year. Yeah, it really is. It'll be amazing. 
Um, all right, this is great. Uh, there you go. I, I so we're both picking this. Eagles. Yeah, we're both picking Eagles. I feel, I feel, I feel better about it than you do. It seems. I'm, I'm not that nervous. I think they handle business. So. Yeah, I'm more nervous about it. Good. I like it. One of us has to be. All right. Uh, any final thoughts before we get out of here? I actually have one today. Um. Well, like I said, Yellowstone is super good. I would highly recommend watching that. Um, oh yeah, I forgot about recommending. Stuff. So did you see that there's a group of people in Philly going around taking cones from spots so people can't leave them? No. Right. Wait, wait, wait. What is this? I, they're called like cone collectors. Or this cone- is amazing, and it's just like a. They just go around saying like, "Screw you, yeah, you can't do that." Basically, yeah. Oh, love them. Shout Bold the move. Cone. I love yeah, it. I'd be afraid R- to be doing that. Me too. Are you kidding me? That game. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What's but your respect. final thought? Um, well, all, good point there because I have, I have, I mean, I think I mentioned this before. Watch Train to Busan if you like horror movies or scary stuff or farm movies. Great, great, great Korean zombie movie. It's awesome. Uh, TV show Station Eleven. Have you seen Station Eleven yet? Haven't even heard of it. Okay, it's on HBO. It's really, really good. HBO Max. It's a new show, uh, like a dystopian future show. Very, very good. All right. Um, uh, but my real final thought, um. I don't want Doug to be the coach of the Jags. And, oh, okay. And it's because I love Doug. Uh, I want the best for Doug. I'm rooting for Doug. I might be rooting for Doug as much as any former Philly person ever. Like, he's right there. You know, like, I am I want him to succeed. I want to be right about Doug. I want, I want what we thought about him to be true. Like, I want all this stuff. I don't want him going to J- – Jacksonville is a wasteland. Jacksonville is a disaster. They picked Trevor the best – quarterback prospect since Andrew Luck he doesn't look like he should play in the NFL like he all of a sudden he goes to Jacksonville and he stinks like they have this disaster with Urban Meyer Shad Khan is clearly so far at least a disaster the owner like go somewhere else Doug fight for Chicago fight for another job don't do it buddy I want Doug to have success I want him to get another job I don't want him to be that coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars that is my position so we're going to be on different sides of this I think Doug if he goes to Jacksonville, and this is this to me would be extremely impressive. I think he wins like seven plus games there. Like I, I think he's why? perfectly why? set up for why? that. Jacksonville sucks, man. I know they, I, but Doug to me like is exactly what they need. Like normal, like very good and like off the field stuff. He'll like calm everything down there. I think he'd be good for Trevor Lawrence. Like I, I think he's exactly what they need. Like if I was him now, Justin Fields is an attractive job, is attractive like part of that job, but. Chicago, like you're expected to win. Like if I'm Doug, I think he's perfectly suited for Florida. Like his whole vibe. Like I think he would do well in Jacksonville. Uh, look, I love Doug. I want to see him succeed. I want to see him get another job, no matter what. I just, uh, I don't think anyone's succeeding in Jacksonville. Is what I'm saying. That's my well, I think seven wins is success. Yeah, that's sad. I want Doug to win I'm another saying, Super Bowl. Like, I'm Go not saying Doug. they're gonna make the playoffs, but in the division's not that good. Like Houston's a mess. The Colts, mm. like they have a bad quarterback. I would like, like the Carson versus Doug of it. That part would be fun. Well, and what's funny is next year. If the Jags, I believe, come to Philly, the Eagles go to Indianapolis, oh, and then they also buddy. play Chicago that has Nick Foles. Oh, so. oh buddy. Yeah. Also, final thought. So Jalen Hurts this week was talking about how he, he had a Randall Cunningham jersey on. He was talking about how he like so many great quarterbacks and stuff, and he said McNabb, Vic, Cunningham. Like it would have been the take of the year if he said Nick Foles. Like if, oh, if he, like imagine? it would have been the ultimate, just like little stab at Carson. Uh, I wish he had. I mean, and he would have been right, best Eagles quarterback of all time. So he probably yeah. should have said well, it. Well, that's you what know. many say. I mean, you know, how many have, have a ring as the starting quarterback? I'm just, I, okay. I'm just checking. No, how many? How many played? How many outdueled Tom Brady? Like literally outdueled Tom Brady in the Super Bowl? How many? I'm just. Okay. McNabb certainly didn't. No. It is McNabb, <laughs> but you are, your take on it is, is fair. Okay. All right. Uh, we'll be back Sunday or talk Monday you next after year. the game. Yeah. Text you. Ne- yeah, we get to say that. We'll talk yeah, to talk you guys to you next, next year. year. Go Birds. Beat up on Washington. And maybe, just maybe, the next time we talk to you, the Eagles will be a playoff team. Mm. Mm. Get ready for the victory lap. Mm. He's William James. Talk to you guys soon.